Hello everyone, I'm Soma Mazumdar. And I'm Orut Semsarzadeh. And welcome to Kanban Lab Podcast. In each episode, we'll pick a common question and dive into a different aspect of Kanban, exploring its principles, practices, and applications, and answering that question. Our goal in this podcast is to demystify Kanban and help listeners understand how it can benefit their teams and organizations through addressing the common misconceptions, clarifying concepts, and answering questions about Kanban. Morning, Arun. Good morning, Soma. How are you? I'm doing you. Oh, I'm very good. Uh, and uh, today we have a cloudy, but very nice, uh, and, you know, kind of good weather. It's warmer than a few days ago, so it's a beautiful Saturday. How is Sydney? Uh, Sunday. <laughs> we, we are on a Sunday today. <laughs> and also, oh, Sunday, yes. Yeah, looks like you are losing track of time, but um, so I'm sure that you would like to know how is Sydney today? Yes. Uh, we are luckily on a video and you can see the amount that's on my face, which is, yeah, <laughs> not rubbing it <laughs> on your face, just saying that we are having a really good sunny Sunday today. Yeah, and uh, I totally forgot that we're recording video, so I was looking at my phone. <laughs> it's a new experience. It's a new experience. We are just going to trial with today's episode, so if anyone is keen to watch the video, they can definitely go to our YouTube channel, which is on the same name, Kanban Lab, and find this episode with video. Perfect. All right, Soma. So what have you heard recently uh, about Kanban that uh, you want to talk about it today? Mm. So uh, the recent uh, thing that I heard was um, is replenishment similar to sprint planning. How do we mm. do replenishment in Kanban? Because many people, I believe, uh, is confused when they the cadences and the events. Then what are the differences? You know, like sometimes people try to say that, okay, everything is same. Like you have, um, but mm -hmm. uh, the replenishment in Kanban. So a Scrum Master was asking, how do you do replenishment? So what would be your answer to that? That's a actually a really good question. I think before we kind of compare the replenishment in Kanban and sprint planning, I think it's good to talk a little bit about the purpose of sprint planning in Scrum and then, uh, you know, link it to replenishment. So, you know, in Scrum, they basically sprint planning is the first thing you do before your time box starts, which is called sprint, right? And the team decide how much they can deliver or what goal they can achieve based on their capacity, right? In the next fixed two weeks or whatever, okay? Two weeks, three weeks sprint. Mm. So they look and see how much they can deliver in that period, in that time box. Yeah. And then based on that, agree and, you know, commit to the goal. And they normally 
visualize the, their goal by story, user story, and quantify it by some sort of estimation, right? Yeah. It can be days, it can be t-shirt size, story point, or whatever. Um, so basically they pull a batch of work, which basically call it, you know, a few goals or objectives for the next two weeks. And then they commit and start uh, working on to achieve that goal. Yeah. In Kanban, so basically every two weeks they replenish based on their capacity. Right, so they pull a batch of work based on their capacity. Right, so sprint planning is a replenishment. It's basically replenishment as an activity of the replenishment. Mm. Right, the difference in Kanban is we don't have that time box. Right, but we have some sort of service level agreements, which is kind of similar to time box in, in Scrum, right? Mm. Which is basically what the delivery team or this team agreed with their customer. So how long the customer can wait until yeah. something happened, okay? Mm. So they agreed on that, which can be two weeks, three weeks, five weeks, whatever, of course, shorter, uh, shows that they have higher agility, mm. right? And the team is, you know, high performing or perhaps not necessarily, but perhaps. Um, and then we pull a work when someone is available, when the capacity is available. Mm. So yeah. you don't necessarily have to wait until the sprint is finished. So we don't time box it and we don't pull a batch of work we pull based on our capacity if two capacity available we pull two works if one available one if no capacity then we don't pull it and normally i think what normally team does is they identify because the next question might be all right so the capacity is available which work we need to pull right so what we do in Kanban is we look at our historical data. So imagine we have two types of work. We have BAU and we have enhancement, new functionality kind of thing. Mm. And the capacity is available. We have one BAU and one enhancement ready for this person or for this mm. capacity. So which one this person should pull and start working? The question is, when is the customer expectation due? So if customer yeah. expect us to deliver something in two weeks yeah. and this work, it's been ready for a couple of days and it's close to the due date, the SLA, then this probably has the higher priority. And yes. we pull this. All right. Yeah. So I think that's basically, a, I think the main difference between Scrum uh, sprint planning and Kanban replenishment. Replenishment, yeah. And also the prioritization is done slightly differently. It's based on, you know, classes of service, of delay, all those factors coming in and also the policies, explicit policies that you have in your team. And one of the other things which I 
think it's very important for anyone to understand that you only replenishment when there is a capacity available to pull work. And this is one of the major differences because uh, in modern day sprint planning, I've seen this could be also applied to Scrum as well because looking at sprint planning, often I've seen that only velocity is taken into consideration and that's the throughput of the team. So, and also there are other factors coming into picture. For example, what's the priority? So it comes through the product of who talks about the priority uh, they represent and the backlog is more um, of a longer term backlog. If you mean like, for example, when you have a scrum backlog, the product backlog, it is not for like, it's not going to change within like three months or something. So people already have the items or the PBIs are already there. And based on the business priority or the stakeholder priority, the product owner who represents the business talks about that and then the sprint planning happens. The other difference in Kanban is that when you are replenishing, the main thing is that you have a customer there to talk about that, okay, which is the most important thing. So it is, you don't have a priority to look at and then you are just pulling things because everything is option till you commit to that. So you can have that conversation with them and based can pull it. So that is also another thing. And the agility about the agility, I really love that part. It is about like, there could be some time on demand replenishment. Like for example, let's say, you know, in any team, replenishment happens in every fortnight, but then like five days before they kind of like smash through everything. So mm. you don't have to wait for the another five days to uh, they can yeah. actually pull things. Uh, you know, Soma, you mentioned um, about uh, prioritization and the difference. I just wanted to add something that depends on the context that can be changed. Even if you do fully Kanban, you still might have a business representative product owner kind of role who prioritize the work. That person can use any technique to prioritize it. Right? It can be... It's just my gut feel. I think this is, has higher priority. Yeah. yeah. Or talk to the team and they agreed on something or talk to the customer or look at the you know, cost of delay and all those kind of things that we discussed. So I think that depends on the context can be uh, changed. Uh, in terms of the cadence, again, uh, in Kanban, we can have uh, on the same interval kind of uh, replenishment, which is normally even... Uh, suggested for team with lower maturity or team with, um, you know, team who work with Scrum and they used to cadence-based yeah. uh, kind of approach, uh, which I think it's not a bad idea either. Mm. Mm. Um, and uh, there was another thing I wanted to add um, is that you know both Scrum and Kanban they use or any approach even you know I don't know the project management or whatever uh, they need to make sure that they have enough work ready for the people so that reduces the waiting time for the people so when yeah. they available 
um, and they do replenishment activity. So Scrum has its own way to replenish. Kanban, basically the flow-based approach has its own and ideally, you know what you said, uh, Soma, it's absolutely correct. Um, ideally, you can do it uh, on demand and uh, which is probably, um, you know, one of the factors that shows you, you reach some sort You're of reach, uh, yes. maturity. Higher level. agility, yes. Yeah. Uh, one thing to add there, the frequency one, which is bang on. And you also have to look at the, you know, interval, like, you know, pre-decided interval to do your replenishment when stakeholders and customer reps are really busy so if you have that on their calendar that always makes it easier that same uh, cadence yeah. to replenish so that's somewhere people start so sometimes when you have it in interval like or pre-decided cadences it doesn't often mean that you do not have the maturity to do it on demand However, it might also mean that, you know, your stakeholders are just too busy to do an ad hoc. Don't get offended when someone says that, you know, you have it on frequency, a certain frequency. So that means you still have to reach. Mm -hmm. It depends on the context and also different factors. So this could be also one of the reasons. But um, while we are on this topic, there's another yeah. thing maybe we should discuss. So... One of the other things is that what the Kanban looks like. Mm. So just before we talk about, uh, you know, how does it look like? I just wanted to, you know, kind of talk about another thing that you mentioned, commitment. I think that's important. Um, so in Scrum, uh, before sprint planning, before team basically committed to deliver these works or uh, goals, everything is uncommitted. And it's mm. the same with Kanban. So in replenishment meeting, when we replenish the work, that means we committed. Before that, we haven't committed. Yeah. So very similar to me. The difference, I think, is um, in scrum we do it on time box uh, same interval yeah. kind of thing and we pull a batch of work based on the capacity in kanban um we basically do it more on demand uh when the capacity is available of course we have uh, sla as well because you don't want to start a work and it never ends right so you need to yeah. uh, have some sort of you know checkpoint uh, to make sure that people don't go through the rabbit hole and that kind of thing. Uh, all right, so how does the replenishment look like in Kanban? To answer your question, again, it depends on the team and the context. Uh, I had some good experience, which I can share. Yes. So I uh, started you know, uh, using replenishment uh, rather than sc uh, sprint planning with a team who used to Scrum, right? And they've been doing Scrum for um, maybe six months or so, maybe even more than that. Because they used to the cadences and sprint planning, so first thing I've done was that uh, I told them rather than do two weeks, we do it weekly, Yeah. right? 
But before that, uh, you know, we add some whip limit and we design our workflow uh, to capture, you know, pretty much all the main stages in the uh, flow. And uh, they, we, you know, I told them that we historically as a scrum team delivered, for example, around 12 works or something like that every two weeks. So we designed a simple Kanban, same SLA, two weeks, um, but full flow. Mm. And every week we start pulling some work, right? And also to make sure that the product owner and business, they have a list of work ready. I had a separate session with them before this uh, replenishment meeting. And uh, we, uh, from memory, I think we book it for half an hour or one hour kind of uh, replenishment, I think half an hour. But we had a, kind of a, back, a backlog refinement session with the team before replenishment. So that was also uh, on the same interval every week. Mm. So they knew what is the priority before they come to the replenishment meeting. Right? Yeah. Mm. On the replenishment, if the capacity available, we do it, otherwise we uh, skip it. But if we do it, we kind of know the priority team already refined this works so they had some sort of understanding and expectation mm. and we pulled the work after a few weeks i would say not even month i completely stopped the replenishment and uh, every day as part of our you know the kanban meeting or daily stand-up kind of meeting mm. if the capacity available we pull the work but we kept doing the refinement uh, on weekly basis, however, a few weeks, you know, if the, there was yeah. no work or something, we mm -hmm. skip it. Mm -hmm. Did I answer your question? I don't know. Yeah, I, I think there's, again, you know, based on your context, you can definitely have your own definition session. So with one of the teams that I was coaching and who were new to Kanban, which is amazing because when you're doing weekly replenishment, it shouldn't go beyond 20 to 30 minutes because you are, you know, replenishing the queue and the queue shouldn't be that long. That is one thing mm. that you need to keep in mind. We did something a bit different. So any kind of work which needs any kind of refinement or sizing things. So we would take it as a discovery work that would be part of the queue and mm -hmm. we will try so that you know like when it is about actually doing the work the team already knows so the refinement is happening happening within the so it is ongoing but like you will size it in a way so that you can consume it so yeah. they also had a policy where the sizes need to be similar so they just wanted that so it's again depending on the team or the work yeah. that you are doing that thing will matter um another um Sorry to interrupt. Another thing that, um, you know, uh, I've seen frequently teams does is before they commit, they do some sort of a kickoff session. Mm. So they know which work is the priority. Yeah. And the people who work, who are going to work on this piece of work, they get together with the business yeah. and then discuss about it, refine it, and then it goes to development and whatever. Yeah, definitely. And if your backlog is more date-driven, 
as in like you have things on your backlog where you really need to deliver them on a fixed date. So then the priority is already there. It's also like how you can consume it on a bite size and just, you know, maintain the flow, better the flow. That should be your goal. So there is no right or wrong. What I wanted to say earlier is that it is always based on the doing or the team you are in. Like, for example, in that team, they had a BA. They would take on the discovery. They would, you know, like always meet with the developer, tester, designer to get all the information and kind of like refine the work so that it can be taken in another iteration. So in that way, it worked for them. For can be a BA and that is okay. Then you will find out your own unique way to do this. And that exactly. is totally, totally fine. Replenishment, the whole idea behind it is that you have to always keep the queue ready so that when they have the capacity, they can pull from there. So that means that you are agreeing on what is going into the queue together with your holder and the team members. So that is the whole intention behind Kanban replenishment. And how you achieve that, there's like whole flexibility can be in, you know, in there. So you don't have to follow certain things i have done there might be something unique which will come up from your practices and you should always share that with everyone so that we all can learn all right perfect soma so uh just to summarize what the what we discussed today um so we talk about uh what is the difference between kanban replenishment and scrum uh, sprint planning so basically, they both try to do the same thing, which is replenish the capacity. Uh, the difference, the main difference is in the Scrum, we do replenishment activity on the same interval, um, and we pull a batch of work based on the capacity we have. In Kanban, you do less, uh, I mean, you can do it basically uh, on demand, when the capacity is available and rather than pull a batch you normally pull based on your capacity i think that's uh the main uh, differences and i think that will be a takeaway uh for this session is there anything yeah. else soma you can think of oh uh, well it would be also a good idea to put a whip limit on the queue Plenish, because if it is unlimited that will again have a lot of issues yeah yeah, so that's another point. takeaway. Perfect. All right. Our first vidcast. <laughs> it was an interesting experience. So as Soma said, please uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And of course, you can find us on uh, almost all major podcast repository. Thanks, everyone. And we come back next week. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks all.